This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Clip Notes Podcast Week 7 pregame show, the last time the Central Indians were at Noise Field, they captured a bottle full of magic against Lafayette. Did they have any magic left in the bottle against Lee Summit? Plus, Lafayette looks to move towards an MEC Conference Championship but can they get past Cameron? All that and so much more on the Clip Notes Podcast Week 7 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Clip Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. This is the Week 7 pregame show. I cannot believe we're in Week 7 already. It seems like every single year this season always goes by so fast. And um, before you know it, we're going to be in district play. But let's go ahead. Let's soak this in a little bit before we look ahead to week seven. We have to look back at week six. Oak Park was able to get a big victory over Central 48 to 20. 48 to 21 was the final score. Lafayette survives a shootout at Chillicothe. They beat the Hornets 35 to 34. Maryville over Bitten 47 to 12. Savannah over Cameron. 51 to 23. Those are all the scores in the city of St. Joseph and MEC 11 man divisions there. That was the week six scoreboard show. And um, we're going to look ahead to week seven after a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week Seven Pregame Show. And welcome everybody back to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week Seven Pregame Show. That was the scoreboard for week six. Let's go ahead. Let's look ahead to week seven on the city of St. Joseph 11-man and Midland Empire Conference schedules. The first game that we're going to look at takes place at Noise Field as the Lee Summit Tigers come to Central to take on the Central Indians. Both Lee Summit is 2-4 and four on the season, while the Indians of Central are 1-5. and five. Lee Summit is coming off a victory 21-20 over North Kansas City last week. A couple weeks ago, they played Park Hill, who's one of the top teams in Class 6. They played them really well. 30-23 to 23 was the score there. So, Lee Summit's actually played some pretty tough competition. They had Blue Valley on the schedule. Um, Lee Summit North was on the schedule. Lee Summit West. Um, Park Hill. Um, North Kansas City, one of the top defenses in the Metro. So, they've actually been through a little bit of the rigor as far as the schedule. So, Lee Summit's going to be coming to put their record at 3-4 and four of the season, while the Indians are going to be looking for their second win of the season. The Tigers are coached by a very familiar by a very familiar name to Northwest Missouri fans. That would be Eric Thomas, former head coach of the Cameron Dragons, who won a state title with Cameron back in 2005. That 2005 Dragons team was one of my favorite teams of all times. So that was a shout-out to Coach Eric Thomas there. But that's enough for the game here. We're going to talk to the head coach, of the Central Indians, Reggie Trotter. We looked back on last week's game against Oak Park and a look ahead and a scouting report on this week's game with Lee Summit. And we're here on the Clip Notes Podcast. We are here on the Week 7 pregame show. I cannot believe it's Week 7 already. 
We're getting closer to the end of the regular season. And with that, we are here with the head coach of the Central Indians once again. That would be Reggie Trotter. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, Clifton. I can't believe it was week seven either. Holy cow. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the, uh, these seasons just go by like a blur. So, um, Coach, um, last week um, your boys took a trip to Oak Park last Friday night. Ended up falling short, 48-21 to 21 was the final score. Um, coach, just um, walked through the ball game. Uh, you know, we didn't play very well at all, you know, and it's really disappointing uh, coming off a, a great win the week before. Um, guys were feeling good, uh, but we didn't. We didn't quite have the practice week that I really wanted it to have, and it really reflected in how we played on on Friday night, and that's a uh, that's to a detriment to our team. You know, quite honestly, we we turned the ball over, we didn't tackle well. Uh, there wasn't a lot of things that went right for us, uh, and not necessarily had anything to do uh, with Oak Park. Not that Oak Park has, uh, didn't earn the win, uh, but we definitely didn't help them either. You know, help help the situation for us either. Well, Coach, you get the opportunity to uh, rebound off last week. A trip back to Noise Field this week as um, Lee, uh, suburban, fellow Suburban Red Conference member Lee Summit comes to town. Um, I feel like Lee Summit's always got a pretty good team on there. Um, Tigers are always pretty formidable. Coach, um, what are your thoughts on the 2021 version of the Tigers, and what can we expect on Friday? You know, they're going to come in here and be ready for a fight. You know, I think they're uh, they're – They've been a little bit under, you know, undermanned a little bit this year, uh, but they're all coming off a big win against North Kansas City, you know, with a backup quarterback. So uh, they've played some good football. They just had a little bit of bad luck, similar to we have, but it's one of those situations where, you know, you never know what we're going to do when we get out there and play, you know, and I know uh, those guys over there, at least some of them are thinking the same thing. They've got uh, a few issues here and there, but I know they're going to be up for a great, ta- you know, great task um, and great challenge when they come in here at Noise Field. And, and uh, for us, it's a homecoming game, uh, so we're looking forward to our crowd being very, very loud and very rowdy uh, to give us a one-up uh, and really bring the noise for uh, for our team. Coach, um, homecoming week, you know, it's got its, it's got it's always a fun week. It's got its po- it's got its positives and it's got its negatives as far as um. Football, as far as football players is concerned, but um, overall, homecoming's always been a really good week there. I was a Central student, so homecoming's been very fun. But, um, Coach, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. Thank you every single week for making time for me and the podcast to talk Central Indian football with me. And uh, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice, and good luck to you guys against Lee Summit. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And uh, anytime, Clemson, thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Trotter of the Central Indians, for coming on once again. The next matchup that we're going to look at is Cameron visiting Lafayette at a game at Alumni Stadium. Dragons are 1-5 after their opening game against Kansas City Northeast, which was a 34-0 win. The Dragons have been on a five-game slide. Wins have been hard to come by for the Dragons. They're going to be looking to break that losing streak this week. I know Coach Jeff Wallace... We'll have them ready. Speaking of Coach Walls, we had an opportunity to catch up with him this week. We talked about last week's game against Savannah and his scouting report on the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Here's our interview with Coach Jeff Wallace right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with our Week 7 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons. That would be Jeff Wallace. Coach, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, Coach, um, 
It was homecoming at Dave Goodwin Field last Friday night. You guys hosted the Savannah Savages. Uh, Savannah ended up taking the game 51-23 to was the final score. Um, Coach, just uh, walks through the game. They're, you know, they're a good football team. They, they do a lot of nice things. They get a really, really good sophomore back. Uh, that you know, he ran for a bunch, and uh, the quarterback throws it pretty well. Uh, you know, and they're just they're just pretty good size up front. It's a good football team, well coached. You know, we we came out and played probably the best football game we've played all year. Uh, we were up seventeen to six, one point in the second quarter, and is eighteen to seventeen at half. Uh, you know, we, I thought we played almost three really really good quarters of football against a very good football team. Uh, we just we just we don't have any depth, and we got guys going both ways. And, you know, we just we just could not withstand that fourth quarter. It, I mean, it's happened to us a couple of times this year. We play well, and you know, I've got to find a way to shorten the game a little bit. Uh, you know, so we were able to play those four quarters. But you know, I I couldn't have been happier with the way our kids played that game. It was homecoming, and we kind of recommitted to ourselves that week a little bit in practice. And uh, you know, I really thought that we, I don't really think I know. I know we played the best football game we played all year. Well, coach, you know how big of you know how much of a grind the um, MEC is, and it doesn't get any easier this week, um, coach. Um, a trip back to St. Joe for you, coach. Um, a trip to Lafayette to take on the Fighting Irish, um, coach. What have you seen on film from the from Lafayette, and what can we expect on Friday? Well, probably one of the best passing attacks in high school football anywhere. Uh, that that Saunders is one heck of a quarterback, and. You know, he's got he, – he can make all the throws. There's not a lot of high school kids that can. He can stick it on a rope when he needs to. He can touch when he needs to and put the ball over the top and split the defense when he needs to. Um, you know, it's it, – we we're just – we banged our heads against the wall a little bit trying to figure out how we're going to defend this young man. And there aren't, there aren't a whole lot of good answers because they don't run the ball too bad either. they got a bigger kid they can run it with and then a little fast guy they do some stuff with too. And I really, really like their offensive line. Uh, you know, defensively. Uh, they've given up some points this year, but they're big up inside, and, and their backers running the ball really, really well. And the back end's not bad, and they do some nice things over the top too. So, you know, they're they're a darn good football team. Lafayette is always a good football team with athletes that run very, very well, and this this team is no different. Well, Coach, it's going to be a good football game at um, Alumni Field on Friday night. Coach, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again, making time. For me in the podcast every single week. I truly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck to you and your boys this week of practice. And good luck to you guys against Lafayette on Friday. Hey, thanks a lot, Cliff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Coach Wallace of the Camber Dragons, for coming and joining the podcast once again. We also had a word with Lafayette head coach Ryan Schroyer. His team is 5-1 on the season. Coming off last week, uh, the loss of week 5 to Central and overtime, the Irish rebounded pretty nicely with a 35-34 win over Chillicothe. The Irish are still undefeated in the MEC at 3-0. A win with Cameron, a win over Cameron would set Lafayette with potentially the next two weeks, maybe a chance to clinch a conference championship. When week eight, they got St. Pius back at Alumni Stadium, and then week nine, a road trip to the Hound Pound to take on Maryville. But before the Irish can look ahead to those two games, must Take care of business against Cameron. We talked to Coach Schroyer about last week's game against Chillicothe and his scouting report on the Cameron Dragons. And we're here on the Clip Notes Podcast. We are continuing on here with the Week 7 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. That would be Ryan Schroyer. Coach, welcome back. Thanks, Clifton, for having me. 
Always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to have you on talking Irish football. And, um, Coach, um, your team rebounded um, over rebounded with a nice win over Chillicothe, 35-34 to was the final score there at Jerry Litton Stadium there in Chillicothe. Um, rebounded off that loss to Central, coming back in a big way. Um, coach, just um, talk about the ball game on Friday. Uh, Friday is a crazy game, and uh, big big time props to our kids for fighting hard and <clears throat> finding a way to get better and make some plays and adjust to you know certain certain things and um, they battled back from any adversity they faced and kept their head up and kept encouraging each other and um, <clears throat> they did a great job and it was. It, it was a it was a crazy game and it was a lot of fun. Well, coach, um, you know it's been a, it's been a crazy fun season. It seems like here, um, coach, another game this week in MEC play. You know, uh, no game in the MEC is easy. Guys got Cameron coming up on the schedule back at the confines of Alumni Stadium at Lafayette, taking on the Dragons. Um, coach, uh, what's your scouting report and um, your thoughts on the game on Friday? Yeah. Um, they're a very well coached team. Coach Wallace does a great job uh mixing things up and putting people in conflict and different spots and uh I think he gets the most out of the guys that he has. Um they have a good balanced attack. Um they have a great running back and good scheme to get him the ball multiple ways. Um they play hard and they seem very football smart. So, um, nothing but respect for the Dragons. Well, Coach, I'm definitely looking forward to the game. Uh, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Uh, good luck to you, you and the boys the rest of the week in practice. And good luck to you guys against Cameron on Friday. I appreciate you. Thank you. And thank you so much, Ryan Schroyer of the Lafayette Fighting Irish, for coming on the show. The next game on the schedule is St. Pius. Taking a road trip to St. Joseph, it will be the second, the first of two weeks in a row that the Warriors will be in St. Joseph. The first one will be a matchup with Benton. The War the St. Pius, the 10th Warriors, they're coming off a loss on last Friday night to St. James Academy, the Kansas 4A state champions from 2020. The Thunder got their first win of the 2021 season over St. Pius. So I know the Warriors are going to be looking to rebound against Benton while the Cardinals are coming off two straight losses to Savannah and then last week to Maryville. The last matchup in the MEC that we're going to preview is Chillicothe on the road at Savannah. It is homecoming for the Savages. The Hornets come in with a with a big time. The Hornets had a big time start to the regular season. They went two and zero, but then lost then lost three out of the last four. They are three and three on the season, one and three in the league. So I know they're going to be looking to rebound with a win this week against Savannah. They're also three and three on the season. They won fifty-one to twenty-three over Cameron, in a in a little bit of a barn burner there. So um, we had an opportunity to speak with the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kapecki. Once again, we talked about last week's game against Cameron and a look ahead to this big-time homecoming matchup with Chillicothe. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are still continuing on with the Week Seven pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages. That would be Kevin Kapecki. Coach, how are you? Doing well, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. We're getting closer and closer to the end of the regular season. We're getting closer to playoff time. We've got a few weeks left. Um, 
Coach, um, last week, um, a big-time win, uh, your second straight win this season. Um, 51-23 to 23 was the final in Cameron. Coach, just uh, walk us through the game. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, we only had an 18-17 lead at halftime. They had a touchdown or two lead in the first half. Our kids, like they've done all year, uh, battled back from some adversity. Um, Cameron showed up and was ready to play. Uh, very impressed with them in the first half. And second half, we kind of did what we needed to do. But it was a good game. You know, it was their homecoming. There was a lot of energy. They played well. And, uh, you know, we had our hands full for quite a long time. Well, Coach, um, that evened up your record, too, up 3-3 three and three on the regular season. Um, coach, um, Week 7 is upon us here. Um, it's actually going to be homecoming for you guys this week as you guys are going to be hosting Chillicothe, a team that's ran the ball really well this season. And um, they have the same record as you guys do this season. But, um, Coach, um, what's your scouting report on the Hornets, and what can we expect on Friday? Well, you're exactly right. You know, Chile's always been known for running the football, and that's no exception this year. Uh, the Mark Demarcus Kilo kid is a really good running back, one of the best, if not the best, in our conference. Uh, he's just a real load to bring down. We got to make sure that we don't arm tackle him. We've got to gang tackle him and do a good job. They do some other things too. They've got six or seven really good football players on that team. Uh, coach Smith is new over there as the head coach. He's been the D coordinator a long time, but he's doing a really good job with that group. And uh, it'll be a challenge, like you said. We're both going into this game three and three. Um, there's a lot on the line as far as conference and district, you know. And things like that so it's a very important game the homecoming stuff you know I've done this a long time it's uh you know it can be a distraction and it can be a good thing there's been a lot of good energy at our school and stuff like that but you know we just got to make sure that our kids get focused up when seven o'clock rolls around it's time to play football absolutely absolutely for sure um coach Kapaki um thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast and uh, good luck to you and your guys um during the homecoming game against Chillicothe I appreciate it thanks Flippin Thank you so much, Coach Kevin Kopecki, for joining the podcast once again. Now, the final matchup that we're going to take a look at this week is a non-conference game. Maryville will be stepping out of conference as the Spoofhounds will be playing one of three straight games at home to end the regular season. Their first test, a matchup with undefeated Lincoln College Prep. The Tigers are 6-0 on the season with they already beat two MEC teams in Cameron and Benton and have a victory in week four against one of the top teams in the entire state of Missouri, Cardinal Ritter. And I know the Blue Tigers will be a tough team, a tough test for the Maryville Spoofouts. Coach Lowe will be leading them into town to take on the Spoofouts. We had an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Spoofouts, Matt Webb. We talked to him every single week. We look back on last week's matchup with the Benton Cardinals and the scouting report on this week's matchup with Lincoln Prep. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. It is the Week 7 pregame show. We are getting closer to the end of the regular season. And, of course, we got we got to have our weekly talk with the coach of the Maryville Spoofhounds. That would be Matt Webb. Coach, how are you? Doing well. How are you today, Clifton? I'm doing great. Doing great. Getting closer to um, Friday night football. And, you know, we're getting closer to the playoffs. So, um, Coach, um, 47-12 to 12 was the score of your guys' game. I had a chance to be in the house for it. Um, Guys played a really good ball game. Um, Coach, just um, your thoughts on um, the win at Benton on Friday. Well, I was pleased with, um, obviously, the, the outcome. Um, I thought our kids uh, really really had a good good frame of mind going into that game um, to go on the road and, and you know, return the opening kickoff to uh, inside the 10 um, by Drew Burns. It was blocked really well by our guys up front, and, and um, so execution there was good, and um, so that sets us up early for a short porch touchdown by our offense. 
Um, then our defense, um, you know, jumped on a fumble um, there on the again in the first quarter um, to uh, you know set you know, in, inside the inside the ten basically short porch again to set our offense up. So you're getting takeaways on defense, and then we had a scoop and score opportunity later on in the game. Um, so you know, I just really felt like in all three phases. Um, we executed really good. You know, our our starting defense, you know, hasn't uh, given up a point in, in two weeks. Um, we had a kickoff return for – gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown in the second at the end of the second quarter, which is never good. And then they scored on our on our uh, our lower-level guys later in the game. But um, really pleased with the way we're playing defense right now. And offensively, we're making some really good plays, and we're executing a lot better. Well, Coach, you talked about those lower-level guys just a second ago. Um, a lot of them got varsity experience on Saturday night. How big was that for you, and how big was that for those kids? Well, we're, we play on Friday nights, not Saturday nights. I know um, Saturday nights was a lot of fun at the Bearcat game, but we play on Friday nights. But um, those, those experiences are invaluable. Um, you know, you, you you can't ever replicate Friday night lights, um, you know, and for them to get in and get quality minutes, you know, and, and basically against uh, Benton's varsity, you know, and, and – um, you know, it's great competition for them, and um, they 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 practice, they play, they you know they they want to be out there and play. And so, um, anytime we get a chance to do that, you know, it's twofold. It it helps us with injuries on our varsity guys uh, during the, the regular season, and and it also lets us develop our lower levels. Well, the coach, we get to move on now. It's week seven. Um, you guys are going to be at home for the rest of the regular season. Um. Got a big one coming up here against Lincoln Prep, an undefeated um, football team um, ranked in Class 4. Um, Coach, um, what have you seen on film from the um, Blue Tigers, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a great challenge. You know, we, we, do, we are fortunate to play our, our finish our regular season with three straight home games. Um, two of those three home games we have remaining are – um, class four teams in Lincoln Prep and Lafayette, both of them are averaging scoring over 50 points a game on offense. Um, so we have a uh, challenge ahead of us. Um, and, you know, it, it's a great challenge. You know, Lincoln Prep is, is a, uh, they're a different monster. They're a Godzilla. They, uh, they do what they want offensively. Um, it's not flashy. It's not a complicated scheme. They've got unbelievable talent, unbelievable speed. Uh, they're, they're big, they're strong. Um, they play with a, a sense of urgency. They're they're uh, they're a physical football team. Um, you know they're undefeated for a reason because uh, they're really good, and um, they're ranked in class four because they're they they should be. They they've earned it. You know so um, we've got a, a great opportunity to to come out and play for homecoming in front of a, our home fans. But um, you know they 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 pose a they pose a lot of problems. Um, they're very talented. Well, Coach, it's always a great experience at the Hound Pound. It's always a tough place to play. Um, Coach, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast once again. And um, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice. And good luck to you guys against Lincoln Prep. Thank you, Clinton. Appreciate what you do for high school sports. That was Coach Matt Webb of the Maryville Spoofhounds. Thank you so much, Coach, for coming on the podcast. That will do it for segment one of the Week 7 pregame show. Coming up on segment two, we break down the huge Matchup between state-ranked East Buchanan and state-ranked Mid-Buchanan. We'll take a look at that matchup and so much more on our second segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 7 pregame show.